another edition of the brand called you today i have a very very accomplished lady neeta kapoor on our show neeta welcome to the show thank you neeta is from iim ahmedabad she's from harvard business school she's amongst the top 50 influential marketing women in india she has been the ceo of news corp vc circle godfrey phillips and now in her second innings she's an advisor to pro india um she's doing work for the center of excellence for clean air and a whole lot of other things that we'll talk about so neeta tell me a little bit about your early career some of your learnings and your challenges early career yes so uh First, thank you for having me, uh, Ashutosh. It's a pleasure to learn more about TVCY. And um, I start. So I'm going to take a bit of a step back. I've, I've been. I am the youngest of three siblings mm-hmm. of a typical middle-class family. Uh, and uh, all I knew was that एक दिन मैंने बड़े होके अपने आप अपने पैसे कमाने मैंने अपने आप अपनी पॉकेट मनी कमा ली सो शुरुआत वहाँ से बोलते एंड आई डेंट नो वॉट आई अंडरस्टूड द इम्पोर्टेंस ऑफ इकोनॉमिक एम्पावरमेंट आई गेस वेरी अर्ली इन माई लाइफ सो दैट वॉज माई स्टार्ट आई स्टार्टेड वर्किंग इन माई थर्ड ईयर ऑफ कॉलेज आई नेवर गॉट माई कॉलेज रिजल्ट एंड आई स्टार्टेड वर्किंग एंड ऑल आई हैड वॉज अ विजिटिंग कार्ड फ्रॉम माई फादर हु वॉज द हेड ऑफ डिजाइन विद Vimal at that point of time, and I walked into Mr. Krishnamurthy's office and I said, "I am so and so's daughter." And my father on the visiting card had written, uh, "Hi, Krish. This is my daughter. Iska kuch kar do shadi hone se pehle." <laughs> so that was my start. Wonderful. What a nice start. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then, of course, started the whole journey. I learned a lot in advertising as a journey. lasted for about good 20 years mm-hmm. two decades in advertising across various brands turn around fantastic period to be a part of the fastest growing network turned around a lot of brands brought in mcdonalds uh brought in indomobile brought in a lot of you know iconic brands of the 90s was in the midst of the liberalization era so that was advertising so before we get on to anything else let me ask you a question on advertising is advertising anything like the mad men that we have been seeing on television totally it is it's very close to wonderful that. <laughs> okay that's wonderful to know so that's that, that, that's for all our people yes. who are wanting to look for careers in advertising yes <laughs> you got an authority who's telling you that. yes absolutely <laughs> okay. it's a mix of a lot what you see there and a lot what you don't see there <laughs> okay so you know nitha you've led some amazing companies um and yet you've been one of the top 22 women angel investors how did you manage these diverse portfolios from running businesses on one side and yet accepting the chaos if i can use that word that goes with startups yeah so um investment so um my uh i was i had started planning my transition uh, way back mm-hmm. right so uh the investment and the startup uh, culture started uh, catching my attention i think we were talking about 2006 really yeah. 2006 2000 very little and then i think it took off in 2012 13 mm-hmm. uh, so that caught interest and then of course being a part of vc circle it was important to understand what is happening at the investment table 
what drives investments what drives startups mm-hmm. why is it that there is suddenly mm-hmm. such a strong deal flow taking place in 2013 14 15 these were the high years mm-hmm. of deal flows and so being a part of vc circle it, it you know it was a part of the job that mm-hmm. i i i understood mm-hmm. and uh, and i got uh, you know gravitated towards it and what was your learning in terms of what was driving deal flow so i think it's a mixed bag uh, what was driving deal flow at that point of time was essentially a lot of silicon valley money coming into india mm-hmm. uh, a lot of uh, growth i mean you know we were an economy that was talking about an 8% growth uh, gdp growth yeah. pretty healthy parameters uh, on all fronts and uh, you could see that 250 300 million households that we are talking about purely urban india was really a huge market that was available once the telephony and the digital mm. platforms took off mm. so you could see that these are going to be the reasons that this will explode okay and uh, it was a matter of time it still is a matter of time that uh, consumer behavior will eventually gravitate and move towards digital if not already mm. and uh, what is the impact that the millennials are beginning to make on this entire digital transformation so millennials are uh, are going to be the drivers uh, they are already the drivers if you look at the age penetration yeah. uh, analysis of purchase behaviors online uh, however i think that the big ticket items are essentially going to come from 40 and below mm-hmm. uh, but clearly millennial millennials essentially are going to be in terms of uh, they'll drive the services so whether it's fintech whether it's going to be food whether it's going to be travel whether it's going to be entertainment whether it's so that's going to be really a millennial uh, market share game okay. and this will be done through their tiny little devices all through the tiny little devices mm-hmm. complete transformation in the way you and i have probably seen business yeah but what's also reassuring is that india will continue to be an omni channel market okay. and i love that yeah uh and because it's an omni channel uh country uh it will always play a watchdog on each other okay. and that's exactly what you see is happening today mm-hmm. offline uh in fact offline is value adding to online than online solo alone so i love the fact that we will continue to be an omni channel ca- country for a very long time mm. probably because of the huge size of the country and the big diversity size of course uh diversity of course three is uh indians and I, you know i can at least say that with a little bit of information because i've worked in about 57 cities in this country indians love to touch feel and experience okay. right we love interaction and interfaces mm-hmm. right and you can't take that away correct right correct. and we do we are not an isolation society mm-hmm. uh whether you see it from a certain age band we are pretty outgoing it could be as simple as going to a temple or going to a shop or going to a grocery so these are outing experiences and that's going to be one of the key drivers that omni channel will always be present in yeah, the country yeah. very well said so before i get into anything else you know you also won the halt prize i'm not sure if i've got the pronunciation correct Tell me a little bit about this. So I didn't win the Hal Prize. I actually set up Hal Prize up, in okay. India. Hal mm-hmm. Prize. I took over in the year two. Mm-hmm. Um, What is this about? 
it's a phenomenal platform. Halt Prize essentially is uh, constituted by the Halt Business School in uh, in the US, okay. but in particularly in, in New York. Mm-hmm. It's a, it is essentially the largest social platform for startups. So essentially looks at call-outs for ideas that are going to revolutionize a social development sector. Mm-hmm. So let's say the the challenge here that I was looking at was essentially applications of energy that will change human lives mm-hmm. and it gives you very specific targets. It's a web crowdsourcing social platform okay. inviting startups of about 125 countries, works mm-hmm. with college students and above. And eventually it all culminates at the UN okay. where uh, then the winning team is, is, is given uh, the award. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a seed capital given to the winning team Terrific. and opens up a huge network for them. But it's, that's what we did. That's what okay. I did. I, I, I launched and, and expanded it to 125 colleges. Wow. And now I'm going to be back to Halt as a judge. Oh, wow. Over the next <laughs> Wonderful. They're coming Wonderful. home. So, you know, let me talk to you a little bit about gender diversity uh, before we come into all the new initiatives that you are working on. You know, I've been a great believer in gender diversity. And, you know, in India, we're beginning to recognize the importance. And yet... Uh, as I was talking to someone else, they say it's slow. Mm. What are your thoughts on expediting or, you know, making this move much faster? Right. So uh, I just have a couple of points on gender diversity. You know, when I see everybody talking about gender diversity, hidden hidden underneath the diversity is gender competition. But that's not true. That yeah, is not the way to look at it. Because yeah. often conversations are, but women can. Hmm. And women can. My question, uh, my submission to everybody is that, look, you are parts of a whole. You're two parts of a whole. Correct. And uh, therefore, you need to kind of balance, work on your strengths. Right? And uh, so, that's my two bit on diversity. I essentially uh, go forward to say, complement each other. You're competing with each other. And that's actually an incorrect narrative that's going out. I don't hear complementing stories. Mm-hmm. I see conflicting or competitive yeah. stories. It's too early to get into that uh, area mm-hmm. at this stage. So that's one. Okay. I think diversity is happening uh, fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not just looking at corporate office and Gurgaon belt, but mm-hmm. I'm also looking at, because I worked on... Modi care in the multi-level marketing and I've been to Patna and Veena insights and I'm saying that the ambition that the common housewife holds today is very, very different from the ambition that my mother had Correct. when I was growing up. Absolutely. So my mother would say, Beti ki shadi ho ye ladka hai, ye ladki kab Right? But the, the, the mother today is saying, I want to do earn money so that I can provide for my family. Correct. Financial independence is much greater today. Correct. So it's happening. It's happening all over. It's Mm. just that we don't hear that. But we seem to be hearing only what's happening in a certain space. And, you know, you've also been speaking about the role of women in building the economy of a country. But they are building. True. But what I what help me understand a little more about your thought. So if you look at if you look at the unorganized sector, mm-hmm. if you look at the unorganized sector, the share of women as a workforce is extremely high. Correct. 
right so if i was to even look at the sector that i'm that i work now in which is the development sector it's dominated by women and doing good work right they have no boundaries about time space Correct. place so you can see that happening agriculture absolutely was is 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 was dominated by women yeah. correct so we have that agri services mfis M- nbfcs sfgs these are all dominated retail. by women mm-hmm. retail so ho to raha hai i agree i agree in fact i've always said when i when i was uh, running guardian and i think there about 35 or 38% mm-hmm. of our 1200 odd people were women i always said that the work ethics yeah of women was significantly higher than the men that i worked with totally agree you agree with that i agree with that but like i said again not not going to be yeah. competitive no, no, but yeah because opportunities aurton ko kam mili jab mili to shiddat se kaam that is the point. wonderful wonderful so you know when we before we started talking you were talking of two new initiatives yeah one is development alternatives yeah. and one more can you talk about those so uh you know people have always felt or you know in the corporate world we all felt that you know there there is a divide between the not for profit development sector and then the for profit sector mm-hmm. my view was that there wasn't a divide because i believe that for not for profit and development sector to survive mm-hmm. you need a for profit body sure but you need a for profit model with social impact mm-hmm. so that is what is the bulk of the work that i'm doing at this point of time is turning around a for profit large organization to look at it from what kind of products that the market needs how do we use design how do we use technology how do we use materials that can feed the market and feed the back end correct so that's bulk of the work that's taking place today okay. and it's almost like an organization reorganization or org transformation that you are familiar with in the corporate world so that's what i i'm involved very deeply in and the second one is so i'm passionate about uh, women no brains mm-hmm. uh, i have i you know i'm passionate about that so i feel that a lot of practical knowledge needs to be provided to women as they step out of, into the careers uh, okay. and i think the management schools are doing a great job so i'm essentially looking at new career opportunities and new topics so for me for example corporate communications and public relations is going to become the most critical conversation and and career opportunity for women coming up as the world gets more digital mm-hmm. as the world gets more exposed so currently my first subject is really developing a short and a quick content for corporate communications and public relations mm-hmm. so with a lot of case studies practical experiences case lets that's mm-hmm. what i'm building on now okay. the next will be business strategy okay. networking and so on so very interesting so let's move to another part which is uh, your angel investing and your mm-hmm. vc circle and it's also because a very large number of our viewers are startup uh, <laughs> entrepreneurs or people who want to have startups mm-hmm. So you know um, since you've been with BC Circle mm-hmm. one of the biggest challenges that every startup faces is raising money mm-hmm. um for someone wanting to raise money what are some of the things other than of course a strong business plan that you would look for as a potential investor 
Right. So I be you know saying that a startup must fulfill a need yeah. is the most obvious thing to say, right? I mean that 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 is that is a given now. It's yeah. hygiene. Yeah. But I go a little beyond the surface because I intend to be a part of the advisory of the startup. Mm-hmm. I essentially then look at the need and say. how can i influence it through internal and external triggers to harness that need to be able to give the revenue diversifications to be able to look at the rest of the chain so that's what i essentially look at okay. uh, one is how do you how can you guide the team to be able to harness that second is um the the team itself Okay. it's very important for me that uh, the, the the team that i work with is uh, you know not just gunning for the next round and the next round mm-hmm. but is really passionate about what they do so okay. that works out uh, very well uh, so yeah mix of value or mix of uh, business dynamics and ideas is what i look mm-hmm. and you know i hear conflicting views on a single co-founder Mm. Single founder versus a co-founder or multiple co-founders. What are your thoughts? So I've been lucky. I haven't really. I mean, you know, I it hasn't really. I guess aggravated to an extent that I think that the 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 strife or the difference between the founder and the co-founders really come in at late stage funding. Okay. uh because right up till when you're up to you know when you're up to when you're seed funding when you're angel funding before you moved on to the vc you're really building so you're all in it together everybody is equal at the table yeah it's only when the large bigger money starts coming in is i think that i hear uh, i i hear this mm-hmm. but often i uh, you know as advisors on the table uh, we encourage we take time offs uh to kind of okay guide them on pitfalls etc but uh, not so much yet okay will it happen don't know no, i agree so one more question for on startups um based on your experience what are some of the mistakes a lot of startup entrepreneurs make so i have a classic phrase uh, they fall in love with the idea and then they do fall don't fall out okay well said right uh, and when it comes to uh, pivoting it's an agony to get them to change to get them to pivot so you know uh, and that's why i say your millennials are falling in love but look you know it's it's not so that's what i yeah so that's one pain that i see number one number two is uh, i see uh, lack of collaboration so if i am tech then i perhaps have a disregard this regard is a strong one ki marketing wale kya karenge ye marketing wale kya kar lega tech tech ke hisab se so i am seeing these kind of silos coming up uh, which is a sad thing uh, you cannot undermine one versus another so startups have their own culture and that's kind of uh, uh, needs to watch out for so that is the other thing that i am looking at third is when it comes to uh, pressure of funding at times the funds are not taking place or at times the funds come with the conditions and the amount of flexibility that i see in startups to bend forward backward whichever way you might say to that demand is somehow a little disturbed okay okay well said well said so let me move on you know you little while ago said that you planned what you would do well in advance and yet 
I know I speak to a lot of people who are now in the mid 50s, mm. great careers, senior levels, who just don't want to think of what next. And the standard answer is when I ask them, they say, oh, we'll cross the bridge when we come to it. At what stage of your corporate career in your life should one start thinking of what next? Because given today's health, our life post 60 could be almost equal to our working life. Very true. What, what, what are your thoughts? So, Ashutosh, this is what you plan for some time, what you plan for some time. Yes, it's something you plan So, uh, one is uh, observe yourself, particularly when in your late 30s, early 40s. Observe yourself and see what else do you like and drive. Um, it, you know, uh, and try and create a I'm not saying I understand time precious, but you must have a third space. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely essential that you must have a third space in your life. That's one. Second is uh, you, even then, now and in future, reinvent yourself. Correct. Continuously reinvent yourself. Uh, Third is... uh, the ego makes you talk that says, be in, done that, been there, mm. you know, all that. There, just cut this out because this is your biggest barrier. Uh, be open to learning. And do it. You know, weekends, school, there are many lessons you need to kind of learn as you, as you transit mm. and, uh, and, be truthful to yourself. Yeah. So, planning when you have the willingness to do it. Haan, agar aap trap ho gaye infrastructure mein or attitude mein or power mein or systems mein, aap gaye. And with your visiting card, which opens Bahut. most doors, Haan. and when that goes away, then you are stuck. Absolutely. Visiting. Aapke jane se pehle phone aata hai ki bhai aane wale hai. So ye saari cheeze they are addictive. But, but you've got to work out of it. So Rita, a few more questions for you now about you personally. Okay. Um, you know, in such an incredible career, such an amazing academic record, have you had any mentors? And if yes, what have been your learnings? So yeah, I've had a lot of mentors. They've been from uh, every walk of life. So I would say that, uh, you know, the, the founder of Mudra Communications, Mr. Mr. Krishnamurti, was, 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 was a pivot, was a clear. My mother, my father, my brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, so everywhere. I've learned from everyone. Mm-hmm. To a large extent, now I'm learning from my uh, daughter. Mm-hmm. So when I have issues or I have conversations, I call up my daughter and then we have a chat about a content or something. Mm-hmm. My husband, they say, you know, they say that every behind every successful man, there is a woman. I flip and I say, no, behind every woman, whether successful or not, there is a man because patriarchy is so strong. If that's not behind you, you won't be able to move out. You'll have more stress to do that. So everybody, I have. Wow. I'll take something back from you today. Wow. And it's today. So, so <laughs> I learn everywhere. I'm a sponge. Wonderful, wonderful. So the next question is: What would be three adjectives that def- define you? That define me. Okay, I think you need to ask somebody else about this. But if you, uh, what I've heard from people is that 
One is that you can't put me down. And that's what my Buddhism teaches me also. It sensei says, you fall five, you get up six. So, yes, uh, you can't put me down, number one. Number two, I hope, I hope that uh, I, uh, that, that I try and respect everybody. Mujhe odhe paisa itna zaruri nahi hai. Main izzat sab ki karna chahi So that's how you would like, I'd like you to find me. Uh, and I want to, uh, I want to make a, I hope I am capable of making a difference to somebody else's life. So if you define me, then I would like to say, I hope I'm more giving now in this phase of my life. Very well said. Very nice. So in the, my next question, and we referred to this a little while ago on failure. And you said you are incorporating failure into a lot of the curriculum that you are developing. And, you know, in India, we don't like to talk about failure too mm. much. My question to you is, what have been some of your learnings from some of the mistakes of failures? Yeah. So, uh, one is, look, every time I have failed, I have failed. I have failed a lot. Mm -hmm. I have failed even even in, in every phase of my life. So in the first phase of my life, I failed uh, to get, a, a, you know, to go through a seamless education that said graduation kia, a post-graduation karo, nokri karo. Nahin, like I said, graduation kia, nokri karni zaruri thi. Kyunki ghar ke halat aise hote hain ki aap nokri karna chahti hain. Right? Or karne di gai. So, padhai nahi ki. So I failed. I couldn't grow in the career. I knew I was getting suppressed at a certain level. So I failed till somebody, you know, who held my hand and said, go do an MBA. So I did the management development program at IMRTB. Worked hard, right? Then again, I saw a glass ceiling. I failed, right? And what do I do with this glass ceiling? How do I convince people? How do I tell them that I am competent and capable despite all the paperwork and the numbers is drawing, but there are preferences. It's human, right? I failed. I had to switch again. So I moved, right? I changed my career track, right? I didn't know how to navigate myself in, a, in an organization. Multiple failures, right? But like I said, get up, right? Get up, dust it off, get up, get dust it off. I failed. So then I went back for further studying. So at every stage, I think I've been blessed enough that I, failure happened, made me much realize more about myself, my life, the humbleness, people around me, my family, and came back refreshed. Fantastic. So my last question. Yes. Um, after such an incredible life, do you have any regrets? Yeah. I have a couple of regrets is uh, one I wish I could have spent more time with uh, with my parents uh, uh, that's one regret uh, wish I could have wish I could have had spent more time with my uh, with my daughter uh, which I'm making up for it now hopefully and uh, right I think Sushil and I have been together so now so these are two regrets wonderful Nita, thank you very, very much. Pleasure. I think it's been Same. such a pleasure speaking Same to you. Same here. You're Good a luck. very patient listener. Good luck to you. Thank you for listening to the Brand Called You podcast. 
be sure to visit tbcy.in to join the conversation, access show notes, and discover fantastic bonus content. You can follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Simply search for The Brand Called You. Thank you and see you next week.